0: The Cinescare Podcast. I am one of your hosts, Matt Speak. And I am also one of your hosts, Joe Jans, And with us, as always, is superfan Mark Piscati. Oh, sweetheart, you can
1: just call me Candy Cane, darling. You bring a little pink champagne for me.
0: <sighs> Good terrible. That's, that's, yeah. that's just as... It's don't... almost as bad as Paul Walker's. <laughs> Makes me want uh, And uh, this week we don't have... Jimmy with us because he's uh very busy doing all kinds of stuff. And uh but Joe, I don't know if you're aware of this or not, but we do have a guest here. There's a fourth person and one of them is not Jimmy.
2: I am not aware of yeah. this. This is news to me. Why didn't somebody clear this in advance?
0: Yeah, I don't know. But you know,
2: Mark. I I'm a founding member, damn it. Yeah, I know.
0: But uh this week we have friend of the show Brian we talked about him all the time, and now he's finally on the show. Mark finally decided to invite him. No, after... that's not that's not how
1: this this went down
3: at all. <laughs> that's not it. how it went down.
0: How did Brian's it just slumming it for the day.
3: I am. I am. Thanks for having me on. By the way, glad to be uh, here.
0: How did it uh, go? How did this
2: go down? Glad one of us is here? To, good to be here.
3: Um, I th- so for months Mark was just kind of teasing me, you know, like throwing it out there and saying, oh, yeah, maybe one day, just leaving it there, <laughs> not not texting for months on end, you know, and then all of a sudden he said, hey, you're going to be on this time. And I was like, okay, yeah, okay, sure. But here I am. So he was actually telling the truth. It only took about, <laughs> you know, 45 episodes or so. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah.
1: yeah.
0: <laughs> <laughs> better late bad. than never. Yeah. <laughs> better no. late, yeah. Mark's always better than late than never.
1: Yeah, for sure.
0: Uh, Is he? Well, yes. no, yeah. I'm, I'm giving him the benefit of the doubt. Uh, we haven't tried never. Well, that's true. We should yeah. try never sometime. <laughs> yeah. well,
1: well, Brian's been listening to the show since, I believe, what, episode 13 when I uh, joined on?
3: Yeah. Yeah, uh, since your first episode. Nice.
0: Yeah. Very good. Brian. He's been with us on the show for from from the very beginning. I remember uh, we were talking about friend of the show Brian a long time uh, all the way back to those early those early days when Mark was still you know in training wheels, you know. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like a week ago. Yeah. yeah.
1: Well, yeah, That's you and cool. Matt like <sighs> like Matt and Brian've been like secretly you know, like love texting too, making fun of me behind my back. Yeah. So, yeah, yeah it's, it's fantastic. Let's, yeah. Thank, well, I
0: mean, it's not so really behind your back because we both tell you exactly what <laughs> yeah. we're texting about. So we, we or right
2: in front of your face. Yeah, yeah we yeah. really do. Uh,
0: well, Joe, before we get to all this tomfoolery, what have you watched recently
2: that had nothing to do with truckers? I have watched one thing, at least one relevant thing. Uh, yeah. I watched Talk to Me.
0: Yes, which I believe you
2: did as well. I did. Yeah. Uh, So this is a new A24 horror film in the theaters. It's about a bunch of high school kids that managed to find a ceramic hand. That rumor has it was from uh, a medium's hand that, or maybe it was a small. I'm not sure. It looked tiny to me, but it was uh, encased in plaster. And these kids at parties, their parlor trick would be to grab the hand like you're shaking it, and say, "Was it let me in, Matt?" Okay, it was, we'll go with talk, let me it in. Was, it was talk, talk to, to me, me
0: first, and then and yeah. then once they see the pers- the the dead person, then they say, "Let let or no, I let you in, right?" Or I let like you that. in, right? I something like that.
2: In. Anyway. There's some sort of letting, you know, there's approval, acceptance, whatever. Right. So, and then bad things start to happen. Some things from the Mm -hmm. other side start to get into this side. And this movie was frightening. I highly recommend taking the time to see it in a nice dark theater. It's well worth the price of admission. This gets two wonderful thumbs up from me. I, I jumped in my seat. It's a rarity that I do stuff like that. And the special effects... Oh, my God, were they gross. When they had them on screen, they were gross. I loved mm-hmm. it. It was tremendous. So that's – what did you think, Matt?
0: I loved it, get too. And I'm very before. happy you liked it because this is the first one in a while that I think we both have liked. Um, yeah. And I loved it. It's, it, it is – it is – It's I keep track of the movies I watch as the year goes on, the new movies that are released each year. So I keep track as of them for my, and you do too, right? Uh, yep. For our top 10 at the end of the year. And this makes one, it
2: so much easier.
0: Yeah. And this one shot right to number one. It is, you know, Ugh. temporarily there for me mm. right now. That's how much I liked
2: it. Um, this is, this is my one and a half. Uh, I yeah, I can't, it, it, it hasn't over my number one yet. Yeah, yours uh, number one. I th- I'm sure is Evil, Evil Dead Rise of the Evil or yeah. Evil Dead Rise. Yeah, yeah. Uh,
0: yeah. yeah no, I like. I think I like this one better than Evil Dead Rise, and and it gets also bonus points for me because it, it is a an, an original story. It's not based mm-hmm. on any kind of IP, and it's not you know, it's it's not a part of any franchise. Uh, there's no, I there's no one you know in this movie. I think it's all Australian actors, right? I think
2: the mom was in.
0: That's right. Yeah. Miranda Otto is, uh, is in it. That's right. Uh, but aside from her, there's no one else really that, you know, that I can think of. And I, I thought it was scary. Uh, I thought that the, the, the violence when it happened was raw and pretty brutal. Uh, and I, and I thought it was, you know, bleak, but not overwhelmingly bleak and, and I, the performances were all fantastic. That main girl, I, I thought she was great. Uh, and I thought all of them were good. They were all really, really interesting characters. The little brother. Yeah. I
2: felt so bad for him. He's oh, such yeah. an amazing character. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Um, it's it's a real, I highly, highly recommend this one. Uh, I give it four cuts and uh, it might be one, I have a feeling it's going to be one that, that grows in estimation as as time passes too. i think it's going to be one that uh does very well i think yeah um so so, so should i see this film? yeah mark will see it in 2026 why would
2: we even answer because he's not gonna see <laughs> well it no anyway, actually that's so. not
0: true because it is a it is a movie that's out this year so he'll have to watch it before the end of the yeah. year oh i mean he should anyway it's a two four mark i'm sure you'll like it actually that's not a guarantee either because there were movies from last year that he never did bother watching before i i have a, if several on here from 2022 you didn't watch what
1: what what a two four films did i not see i, I think i saw more. no i said
0: 2023 films oh not t- i'm sorry 2022 last year like i my point I, was, I had
2: said that yeah. he, sh- he would like it because it's a two oh, four yeah yeah that's where the uh, confusion.
0: Yeah. Is. But yes, uh hopefully you'll go see it this. Year. Well, you should go see it this year because it would be. I, I'm pretty sure it'll be a contender for your top ten. But I said that yeah. about the Innocence, and you didn't go see that. So, um and oh, what yeah. else? Let, let me look <laughs> here. No, you, I, I said no, no, about, no, no, don't do it. <laughs> I said that about the Innocence. I said that about Speak No Evil. I said it about A Wounded Fawn. I said it about Salome. Uh, what else? Watcher.
1: Wait, a oh, wounded it fun? Oh, no, I'm thinking of Killing of the Sacred Deer. Yeah, no.
0: No. That was a uh, good one. So, anyway, the, right. the, uh, my pick was, and audience, uh, you know, when you hear my pick later, it was a very difficult one to narrow down movies on because there were a lot of good ones. <laughs> uh, but anyway, uh, yes, I agree with you on that. Anything else, Joe, that you watched?
2: No, that was it. I started watching, just to tell Mark, I started watching The Flash yeah. last night. And yeah. fell asleep like 20 minutes into it. Oh, mm. no. Like, I really like liked it. I was it. snoring. I Well, I started it probably too late at night, but I'm going to finish it.
1: The mm. CGI is, is horrendous in it. But if, yeah. if you look past yeah. it, it's actually really good. It's actually very, I, very good. The
2: funny thing is, is I fell asleep, and I, I'm sure I was snoring like it was a deep sleep. And I woke up just in time to hear Michael Keaton say, yeah. I'm Batman. Oh, yeah. And okay. I'm like, all right, I'm going to bed. Yeah,
0: <laughs> that's
2: all you needed. Yeah.
0: Yeah. Uh, so that was it. Excellent. Uh, Mark, anything, what, what did you watch?
1: Uh, well, I do what I always do. Uh, when you tell me to watch a movie, I watched a movie. I watched. <laughs> uh, I watched. I watched. You uh, tried
0: something new this time. Yeah. <laughs>
1: yeah. Like, I do it all the time. Um, yeah. uh, Malum. 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 Yeah. Malum. 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 Uh, 2023 one.
0: Brian, don't believe him because the amount of cajoling it took to get him to watch Malum at the last minute. This I don't know what you are talking about. Yeah. It's <laughs> the first time. It's Epic. the
1: first time you actually told me to watch Epic. a film. Oh Jesus Christ! Um, you
2: realize we're recording this, right? Yeah, yeah. And it's all <laughs> yeah, so the, the we can listen to the previous
0: episode. episode. Yeah,
2: exactly. Yeah. I'm
1: just I'm just trying to get more listens, so people try to prove me wrong. That's all.
2: Okay.
1: Um, yeah. So I watched the bad guy. <laughs> So I watched it. Um, It was okay for me. I didn't really think it was that great. Um, There there were some nice jump scares. I liked some of the special effects. The big baddie at the end, though, was absolutely ridiculous looking. I didn't like that at all. Um, The actress, the lead actress, um, was fine. But she was just so, like melancholy like all this stuff is happening where and she wasn't really getting expressions on her face and that really bothered me i mean just i didn't understand why she was there in the first place like i I guess it was like the the old police department and it was like the last night it was there but she's the only one there that just made no sense to me so that really bothered me um but
0: well that's going to bother you in the next one you watch too
1: yeah, yeah, probably. Um, it yeah, it was it was just okay for me.
2: I just want to know what what did you think about the special effects? The first five minutes of the movie when they're on the gun range, that girl's head.
1: Oh, oh, yeah, yeah, that was that was that was nice. You know, I I was more oh. impressed. I I was more impressed with the baseball bat to the head, uh, uh swing yeah. than uh yeah. than at the that. It was nice. Yeah, yeah. it was but, nice. Yeah, that's nice. Uh, yeah, it 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 was just okay for me. I I didn't see really you know the big deal of it. I don't know. It it just didn't piece together well for me at all. And it was just her. It, it the whole film was just her turning around and you know and you hear little footsteps and whatnot. I liked the the laptop scene with her father and then with her and you know getting up and that was cool. But. Otherwise, it was just an okay film. I I would give it like two and a half cuts. So yeah, that was that was my opinion. Um, other than that, um, no, no, I haven't really watched uh, anything else.
0: Uh, Brian, did you watch? Have you watched anything that didn't have anything to do with the theme this last couple of weeks? Or
3: yeah, so I was able to watch one thing. Um, aside from the movies, first time having to watch like five movies and doing that, so it was kind of threw a wrench in the day. It was a little different mm-hmm. with kids. Can't watch horror movies with kids around.
0: Oh yeah, that's
3: true. <laughs> So, um, I did watch last night. I did watch, um, it's a, a Netflix series called movies that made us. Mm. And it mm. was based off yeah. of nightmare on Elm street. Um, it was very interesting, very good. Uh, just amazing to see behind the scenes on how the movie was made or actually how it almost didn't get made. Mm. Um, and how it almost fell through until yeah. they finally got funding at the last minute and some workers didn't get paid, but it was interesting to see how Freddie came to life and how the movie ended up like a box office sensation, um, with a budget of, I think 1.1 $1. $1 million. And it grossed over 57 million for the first film, um, mm. to it, but it was, it was very good. It was very interesting
1: yeah yeah the 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 producer for it he was the one scrambling for all the money, right and yes. just some of the things he was like doing just to get the money for this film. it was crazy
0: have you watched any of the other movies that made us episodes?
1: yeah, I've watched the uh, Halloween
3: ones and yeah. back to the future ones like I've watched most of them um, yeah. But yeah yeah they're they're all very good this one with the the Johnny Depp blood scene on how they had gallons of blood and the room rotated and they accidentally forgot about the light fixture on the ceiling and the people who were pouring the blood actually got electrocuted um, because oh, they traveled through the blood. Yeah. <laughs> wow. Yeah. But it was, it was good Very facts sweet. about it that you wouldn't know other than watching yeah.
0: that. Yeah. Cool. Uh, and anything else or was that it? No, that was about it. Yeah. Uh, I watched a site. Well, uh, talk to me again, Uh, Highly, highly recommend that one. Good movie. And then I watched a movie. uh, We rented a movie called Cobweb. And this one I really loved, too. This one was really, really good. Uh, It's about a boy. uh, It kind of has a feel sort of like Coraline. Uh, There's a boy, and he's bullied at school. And there's he hears a knock at his wall and he hears like a girl's voice on the other side of the wall. And, and I I don't want to, I won't go too far into it because there's some twists and turns in it, but, uh, but it's, but that's the story. And he, you know, he's very scared and he's not sure what, what this thing is in the wall. And his, his parents are very strange, very, uh, you know kind of remind me of the parents in Coraline uh the mom is played by Lizzie Kaplan and she's always fantastic in everything I I like her a lot uh but this is a good creepy uh you know just a a good creepy almost like it plays like a haunted house kind of story um and and there but there are more like twists in that uh to it than that but but it's I I really liked it I thought um I thought that the all the characters were great the kid was fantastic there's some good scares um there there was so, the the last act I thought really ramped things up they not everything connected as well as I would have wanted but at the same time there was kind of an ambiguousness to it that I or, uh, that I didn't mind so much so uh but it's I I really recommend it it's a good one to rent uh it's only like 6 bucks I think right now to rent it, you know, sometimes these movies come out and they're you know 19.99 or something like that to rent lately, but this one's, you know, reasonable price. So, highly recommend it. It'd be a good one though to save for October because uh it is set at Halloween time. Uh so uh I f- the marketing on this thing just got so screwed up. Whoever was in charge of marketing this movie really should just be, you know, Tard and feathered because they released it the same day as Barbenheimer, a mm. movie that's set in October. It's set around Hol- It's set at Halloween, basically the the f- couple days before Halloween and on Halloween, and you know so it has the Halloween atmosphere, the fall atmosphere. It's got Halloween decorations and things like pumpkin, you know, jack o' lantern and all that. It, it 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 should have been released in October or September, and I'm I'm assuming. With with this in this case, they released it in the summer with the idea that they would hope to double dip, you know, and and then make a big box office in the summer, and then again in the fall when people would want to watch it for Halloween. But the problem is, you don't if you're going to do that, you don't double dip the same weekend that the two biggest movies of the last five years are being released. You know, Barbenheimer. You know that whole. Crazy, you know, thing that went on with that. I, how how are they ever going to get anybody there? And uh, I, I wanted to go see it in the theaters, and the the times on it were really strange. Like it, they only had like ten o'clock showings or eleven thirty showings and stuff like that. So I, it it just was really weird. Um, the marketing and the whole the whole rollout of this movie. So I do recommend it. I really loved it. Um, and it's it's definitely you know worth checking out.
1: What studio uh, uh, released that? Uh, Cobweb. Well, okay. Lionsgate. Lionsgate. Oh, Lionsgate? Yeah. Wow.
0: So, anyway. Uh, well, I guess that brings us to our theme of the week. And, uh, well, I guess, Mark, who wants to start us off? Mark or Brian, who, who wants to start us off? Somebody take us away. Go, Mark Brian. Take me on a drive. All right. Brian, yeah, so. <laughs> this, this week, Brian, a friend of the show, Brian, has hijacked Mark's Pick. Thank, uh, I mean, really saving us from more pain and, and horror and, ter- and terror. Not, not the good kind of horror and terror, but the, the kind of horror and terror that goes along with having to watch, you know, some of, like. Mark's Picks. Cory <laughs> Cor-
1: Cor- Cor- yeah. Haim Horror would have been great. We could have watched Silver Bullet, Werewolf Movie, Joe Loves That sh- kind of shit. we got The Watchers. There's a lot of stuff. But Brian said no. Hell no to the no.
0: Thank you, Brian. We are forever yeah. in your debt.
1: <laughs> you
0: you are welcome. Yeah, yeah. You're welcome. <laughs> yeah. Uh, so uh, your theme is truckers. So tell us a little bit. Uh, about why you
2: picked this trucker bomb yeah trucker bomb that's
0: right yeah Uh, so tell us why why did you pick this theme and uh and then you know take us through your to your first pick
3: yeah so just being a listener of the show um it was just something that was different um not too many films that have trucker-involved whore or anything like that. So I just felt it would be a good twist onto um, some of the picks and definitely better than Mark's picks. So, I mean, it couldn't go wrong there. Yeah. Um, I, I
2: mean, would so. say four out of the five of those were better than Mark's picks. <laughs> yeah. what, <the> <laughs>
0: what are you talking about?
2: Yeah, well, we'll I We'll get I to agree. it. Yeah, we'll yeah. We'll there's definitely one get there.
0: maybe not, but even there's that one that was, sticks
2: out like a yeah. sore thumb. Yeah. But even that one was so damn
0: entertaining.
2: It was it was yes. forgivable. Yeah. yeah, yeah. We got our money's worth on it. Yeah. There yeah, was yeah. another.
0: I, there was another one I didn't like so much, but it wasn't horrendous. I, it, yeah. I did yeah. get very angry watching another one, but
3: yeah. But I, mean, I digest. Yeah. Go ahead. Yeah. No, no. Yeah. Definitely better than Snoop Dogg's House of oh. Horror, whatever it was yeah. called. Yeah. You know, yeah. Yeah. Yeah.
0: Uh,
1: I. I. Okay. I. 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 I no. Well, maybe. Yeah, okay.
3: (laughs) That was pretty bad.
1: But I guess, yeah,
3: so leading into it, so I picked the the five movies. A couple I haven't seen since I was a kid or growing up, so I thought it would be good to throw in there. But I guess we could just start with um, 2010's Roadkill. Um, So just a brief storyline of it is four campers are in the Australian Outback. They are uh, tortured by a monstrous... Uh, a monstrous truck that is bent on killing them. They must survive its tricks before they kill one another. Um, I have never seen this movie, and we texted back and forth. And it was listed as Road Train on right um, yeah. on there. And I was like scared at first. I didn't know what I did if I picked the wrong movie or what. But turning turns out that the reason they call it Roadkill in the United States is because Road Train. Um, most people in the U.S. don't know what a road train is because it is an Australian film, so they named it Roadkill here. Since for road train is a two to three trailer tractor truck um, that you don't see too often in the United States. At least here in the Midwest, I don't see any. Um, mm-hmm. But they're more common in Australia, so that's why they had to change the name for for Americans. So they called it Roadkill. Um, so watching this film, it's directed by Dean Francis, and I don't know if this was a Straight to TV movie or something like that because the budget was one million, and it grossed only just under six thousand dollars worldwide.
0: Oh my god! Oh <laughs> no! Wow! Yeah,
3: six
1: thousand. Yeah. Six thousand
3: on a budget of one million. Um, uh,
2: Five thousand nine hundred and sixty-four dollars gross worldwide. That's yeah. embarrassing. Yeah, yeah. it's Whoa. it's
3: pretty bad. <laughs> um, so I mean, just just starting out, it was. It was kind of, to me, it was almost like your typical, I don't know how to describe it, almost like your typical like a road trip movie. Yeah, yeah, your typical B yeah. movie. It was just kind of awkward, kind of weird, but then the truck comes out of nowhere. It was just kind of silly to me.
2: Well, the intro reminded me, like the first five minutes of the film, I thought I was watching Don't Fuck in the Woods. Because yeah. yeah quite the elaborate sex scene in the middle of nowhere is yeah. going on, followed up by the sand dump. You know, when one of the girls just walks out and drops her pants and drops a deuce on that sand dune mm-hmm. before they all, you know, climb out of their tents. I'm like well, I think she was peeing. I don't think she was I, pooping. We don't know that. But, <laughs> oh, I'm sure okay. they probably just cut it out. I'm you know, filling in the blanks here, Matt. Well, <laughs> I didn't
1: I didn't hear a fart. I didn't hear a fart, so I'm going to go with uh, peeing.
2: I didn't see anything to wipe with either, but... I said nothing but following up a sex scene with a girl taking a dump in the great outdoors. Crikey. Yeah. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) That was my note.
0: Yeah, I I think she was peeing. But But yeah,
3: overall, I mean, it wasn't a terrible movie. Um, I wouldn't say it's in my top 50, but, um, you know, it's not not,
1: (laughs) top 50. Yeah,
3: no, but, um, I mean, it was, it was kind of, it didn't make sense to me until the end, like when it all came together for me, I was kind of, okay, so they're, this guy with a gun is chasing them. They're taking off in this truck that's trying to kill them. And then all of a sudden music plays and they're all falling asleep, like, it was just weird. It can. It didn't make sense to me. Like it didn't. I figured like there should be more backstory to it or something to it to make more sense. And then mm-hmm. after it was all said and done, the ending. Then you were like, oh, okay, now it all makes sense.
1: Yeah. Yeah. Unfortunately, like all the way through the film, it's it's you're like, what the fuck is going on? And you're just looking at some of the bad act. It, the acting wasn't too bad. It wasn't too bad. I mean, a lot better acting than uh, another film we'll get to. Yeah. But um no it it was it was like my second like least favorite um film I'm pretty sure it's going to be like pretty much across the boards uh with that. Um but yeah, The Truck's Possessed. I mean, it's it's kind of cool, you know, how they uh how the truck is fed, you know, it it, it the gas is blood. I mean, that's kind of cool. I mean, it was uh it was a nice little twist with the other films. Um it was you know just with uh, a possessed truck. Oh wait, no. Maximum overdrive was possessed too. Well not really. Never mind. I'll shut up. <laughs> I'm tired.
3: There's no words. But uh, I didn't I did I did like the one death where I can't remember the character's name but his head got ran over by the tire. Oh, yeah. like that that yeah. was a good death, you know. Yeah, yeah. That, that was good. Yeah, Craig? that I think it was. Yeah, Craig, maybe. Yes, yeah. I think you're right. Yeah, yeah,
0: yeah. I, um... my first note is, oh, it's that kind
2: of movie. Uh, <laughs> no, I'm sorry, Craig. Craig is the one with the broken arm. It was Marcus. Uh, ah, yeah. uh, okay, yeah. How could we forget? Yeah.
0: yeah, yeah, um, yeah. My starting off with the sex scene right at the very beginning. Eh, not bad, not bad. Not I've seen worse. Um. And it, and that was the end. I mean, there was no more after that at all. It started off that way, though. Um, good. You good expected cinem-
2: more sex scenes.
0: Well, <laughs> that when you start off a movie with one, I, I figure there's going to be Did more. Getting it out of the way. Uh, I guess. Yeah, I suppose. Um, it was good. You know, it looked good. The cinematography was pretty good. Um, I, I do. From what I, I don't know, I've never tried driving a big rig, but I don't think it's as easy as it, you know. These kids made it seem. You know, I, yes. I think well, it's pretty hard to drive yes. one. In fact, it's. I, I think it's nearly impossible. Double you don't know How to do it? Yeah, it's yeah. yeah, it's it's nearly impossible if you don't. If you haven't been trained in how to do it, it's nearly impossible to get up to any kind of speed. Um,
1: well, I thought I thought they kind of like made it look like it was hard for them. They couldn't get it well, into even second. No, but I, I, it should just
0: be hard. It should just be basically well, impossible, impossible if you, if you wow. don't know what you're doing. Yeah, yeah. If,
3: mean, you I, I when, if you watch when, if you watch when Marcus first got in the truck, it's like he's been a trucker his whole life. Right. Like he started yeah. that thing up and just took off and was doing. I 90. think I
0: could do it. Yeah, that's yeah. We <laughs> <Yeah. best>. uh, <laughs> exactly.
2: don't know his backstory. He could have a yeah, CDL a license for. Yeah, I mean, yeah, he could. Yeah. He could be. He could be.
1: Yeah, he looks
0: like a trucker. Uh I'm not sure where the girl kept, like, petting the hose underneath the thing. And then, like, ew, what's that? You know, I'm like, don't be (laughs) touching stuff. Um, She was investigating. She she kept leaving the door open. Like, every time she'd lock him into the thing, it seemed like the door would just be open. She wouldn't close it. Um, Yeah. And then I wrote, I have no idea what's going on with this movie. (laughs) (laughs) Uh, And then my last note was, dumb movie, but I was entertained. It's probably middle for me, probably the, my third least favorite or third favorite um, of the five. Yeah. There's cool. two others that I disliked more
2: than this. Ooh. Yeah. Hmm. I actually kind of like, I mean, I don't.
0: I mean, I didn't. I wouldn't I, put it at the top of my list.
2: Yeah. Yeah. I wouldn't put it at the top of my list, but I, where I would put it on my list isn't meant to be insultive because I did enjoy this film. Um I thought it was funny. There's a couple things that I thought were goofy. Like the timeline, I couldn't understand because when they left the, the truck to go investigating, to try to find some help, it seemed like they were gone for maybe a half an hour, which I don't think would be enough that that would bring me to start drinking my own urine. But yet he does. And thank God he does because then he gets to use that as a weapon as a trucker bomb against um the original truck driver that chased them down <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> who's brandishing the Beretta 92FS and is you know just totally defeated by you know a bottle of urine uh which is amazing i i agreed it was a great kill on marcus uh, running over his head craig the character craig how dumb is this guy First off, he's got a bone protruding from his arm that was completely snapped off. And at the beginning, you'd swear he's going to die from this injury. But yet, the minute he gets possessed or whatever by the essence of the truck, it's like he totally forgot he's got any pain at all whatsoever. He also totally forgot how stupid he is because he got lured into the back of that truck, not once, but twice, by his girlfriend. Yeah, which just seemed a little unbelievable. I also thought it was fun. Like there was a scene where there was a uh, passenger airliner that flew overhead, and they're waving to it. I'm like, what is what is the airline going to do? Land and because you're standing next to a truck on the interstate, what, ridiculous. What yeah, is the she airline tried to get... going
1: to going to do? <laughs> like even see it? And she starts building a fucking fire, and I'm like, what? Yeah. Like, yeah. That made no sense at They're all. They're like
2: thirty thousand feet over you the didn't... top of them.
1: <laughs>
2: They're gonna see clouds and nothing else. Oh my god! But I, I did. You know, it was. I've seen worse movies, mostly Marx yeah. picks, But uh, yeah. it was, it was entertaining. I didn't yes. not like this. Yeah, I agree. So, what yeah. was
1: up with the wolves? The the three headed wolf. Is is that like a? Yeah, they didn't really explain. Cerebus?
2: No. Yeah, I mean it's a.
1: They had a graphic or something? I mean, I know it was it, like the... Um, it was the hood ornament. The hood ornament. Yeah,
2: it was the brand of the truck. Well, I'm not sure what he did.
0: I mean, the first guy uh, the, with the broken arm, when he went back there, I did he just eat the blood or something? I mean, I, I'm not quite sure how he became sort of possessed himself. But, so basically, but,
2: this is just Christine with a semi-truck. I guess, yeah.
0: Yeah. Something like that. Yeah. Uh, all right. Well, that's all I got to say. About yeah, that's that. <laughs> that's all I got to say about that one. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> um, <laughs>
3: so yeah, I, um, I think after that good one uh, is two thousand one's Joyride. Um, growing up, this was a a great movie. I love this movie. I don't know why it's not the greatest movie, but I just personally, it's one of my favorites. Um, so it's three people on a road trip from Colorado to New Jersey talk to a trucker on their CB radio um, and they, they, when they, they must escape the trucker. He turns out to be a psychotic killer. Um, stars Paul Walker as uh, Steve Zahn and Lily Sobieski. Um, mm-hmm. So, I mean, I'm sure a lot of people have seen this. Um, it, it's it's just a great movie. The, the voice of rusty nail is not the actor who plays Rusty Nail. Um, right. it is Ted Ted Levine Levine, who played mm-hmm. Buffalo Levine. Bill in Silence of the Lambs. Like his voice is uh, kind of like Morgan Freeman's. It's just everybody recognizes it. They just know who it is and associate it with them. Um, oh,
1: yeah. And yeah, I, I see that. Except,
3: except for Mark. Um, but other than that, everybody <laughs> knows that. who it is.
2: <laughs> uh, oh, wait, wait. Isn't isn't she a great big fat person? That is my yeah. favorite line from yeah. Silence of the Lambs. Yeah. 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 <laughs> great
3: big fat person. Yeah. Yeah. Um, but yeah, this this movie was a budget of twenty three million. Didn't do so hot at the box office. It did. It grossed thirty six point six million. Um, but yeah, I mean, what what did you guys, Mark, what did you think about it?
1: This is the uh, first time I've uh, seen this film. Oh. Um. Yeah. Um. I heard good things always about it. and I was excited about this one. Um. For some reason, I related to Steve Zahn's character so much until he tried to uh, sleep at his brother's. Uh, soon-to-be girlfriend, I was just like, no, that's a. I pissed me off because his character reminds me of how I was back in my early 20s, just stupid and making wrong decisions and whatnot. So I, I, I really related to him. Till he was doing that. Cardinal sin, never move in on your friend's girlfriend ever. Um, I'm also able to do a cherry stem uh, knot in my mouth. Just so you know, just so all all you ladies know out there. Too bad this is an audio
2: podcast.
1: <laughs>
0: <laughs> yeah, except for us. God damn it! Yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah.
2: <laughs> please don't do it. Maybe maybe you could videotape yourself. That videotape. Maybe you could record yourself doing that and just post it. <laughs> and, like and put it and put Twitter. it on a fan page. Yeah, or,
1: or TikTok. <laughs> I got to you get your
2: VHS handy cam out and record yeah, like, that. Out out. <laughs> yeah, get I'll, I'll,
1: do, I'll, I'll do the one chip challenge and then I'll do the cherry stem thing. How about that? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah. Um, uh, the truck. For the stopped. record,
2: nobody is asking you to do the one chip challenge. Just no, Mark, Mark has really yeah. put
0: this on like the, like it, there's a crowd. Oh, what a board.
2: burden! Everybody's <laughs> telling me I got to do this, I mean, nobody has ever <laughs> I'm asked you to do you. this.
1: It 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 feels like now, but now it feels like a tradition. It's like I've done it every year, so now I feel like I gotta for do it for him. For him, <laughs> bastard.
0: <sighs>
1: oh man, uh, <laughs> he, uh, great move, uh, uh, in the bar scene with Steve Zahn. He's, uh start calling, uh. When the guys were surrounding Paul Walker and uh, says, you know, you tell that bitch to shut up and Steve Zahn comes in and he's going, bitch, you know, what are you doing? And takes her out. This awesome move, man. That's three smarts, like big time. Um, I got to love how I, I got to learn how to hotwire uh, a freaking car. I got to learn how to do that. I don't know if you could do that with new cars now, but I want to learn how to do that because that looks like fun. I always think it's so
2: cool. Why? Like earlier than nineteen eighty, you might be okay. <laughs> you,
1: you you can't even do it. Well, yeah, you you can't do it, in... they did it in the nineties. Joyride was in the nineties. You could do it with the nineties, uh, right? Well, unless it's an 80s No, car. I'm saying an
2: older model car.
1: Oh, you could do it. with Older, older model cars, cars but not with the new yeah. ones, right? Yeah, because you
2: can, cool. but it's just a lot more difficult.
1: Oh,
2: uh, okay. Um, so I've Yeah.
1: yeah. Hi, <laughs> yeah, no, no, I, 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 I loved it. I loved it. Um, Steve's, on, Steve's on's great. I love uh, uh, the candy cane uh, voice with Paul Walker. I don't know how uh, this guy got fooled by that voice. I don't, I, I don't get it. But not at know, all. Yeah, it, it was, it was not good. Um, but no, I, I really enjoyed it. I wish there was uh, a couple more kills in it. But I mean, for the most part, I mean, this this trucker guy was just playing with these two guys, and it was really fun to watch. I love the shotgun scene when she's in the chair. Yeah, it was. It's a good movie. Yeah, it's solid.
2: Yeah. Would you think so? I've seen this before. I like it. It's it's got its place in the annals of horror history. Um, I do enjoy Steve Zahn in most things that he does. This totally included uh lily sobieski i don't know why she was in this film she had nothing to add to it and (laughs) she had about as much to add to it as her roommate charlotte who i like i must have blinked in the scene when uh her roommate was leaving college for the summer or something and they introduced this charlotte girl because later on uh the trucker guy what was his name Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail. Rusty Nail has captured Charlotte, and you can hear Charlotte's voice over the CB. And I'm like, who's Charlotte? And they said, that was my roommate. And I had to, like, go back and rewind. I'm like, oh, my God, she was in this film for, like, ten seconds. I care nothing about her. Go ahead kill her. Throw her out of the truck for all I care. Yeah. Uh, I did think it was odd that when they were chasing the boys through the cornfield, that there just happened to be a trough in between the rows of corn, just big enough for them to lay down and just get, I mean, it was like the Indiana Jones Raiders of the Lost Ark thing. It was, Mm. that was kind of dumb. I do have a quiz for you guys. Uh, Real quick, what does CB stand for? CB Radio.
1: Communication Broadcast?
0: No. Anyone? Um, I don't remember. I don't know. Citizens Band. Oh, yeah, that's right, yeah. Yeah, yeah. My dad had
2: a CB in a, in our car when we, we, we. And they have a range of anywhere from three to twenty miles, depending on the strength of the antenna. Yeah, yeah.
0: we had a giant so. antenna on our house. My dad liked talking on the CB from home. Was he we a had a giant antenna operator? on. No, but he had a he had the CB oh. and he had a giant antenna on the roof of our house.
1: Yeah, my friends and I actually uh, had CB radio's in our cars and we would talk to each other uh, yeah. in the early 90s. That's so, funny. Yeah, there was like four of us and we'd just Brander. be talking on there. It, it was hilarious. it was cool. It was it was it, it was actually a lot of fun. I don't know I do I want start. to
2: point out one thing about this the last thing I should say about this film. When they pulled the trick on the guy at the motel the first night with the CB and they trick they trick Rusty Nail to come to that guy's hotel room when you see that guy the aftermath of him in the hospital afterwards getting his jaw completely ripped off of his skull i kind of like that it's like loved it i yeah that was nice hmm. so yeah not many kills
1: in it in fact the only person that died in this film was um the that
2: guy that guy yeah yeah. Mm-hmm. Did they ever find Charlotte? I don't care. I'm just curious.
0: I don't think they ever said. Yeah, they did. She was. A, they found her in the back. She was tied up in the in the. Camp. Oh yeah, that's right. Uh, yeah. Okay. Yeah. Um, yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. I hated this. I can't movie wait to movie. watch
2: parts two. You hated? Three. You hated, I hated yeah, right? this movie. <laughs> Why? Uh, Why? I was.
0: I was angry at this movie. What? Uh, well, let me go my list. I was going to pick list. this
2: as a franchise. Oh, Holy Jesus y- There there's is a,
0: There's more of them.
2: Yeah, There's yeah, and, one, and one's called Roadkill.
0: Oh, God. <laughs> yeah, the the scene where they pull over onto the road into the ditch because uh, Zahn made Paul Walker angry, and he pull, so instead of just pulling over to talk to him, he pulls off into a ditch. Well, come on, that's stupid. And then Paul Walker gets up. Paul Walker's a horrible actor. Sorry, I hate to say things about the dead, but the guy just can't act. Uh, he doesn't notice the gas is on E until right at that moment. Oh, yeah. For, my for next sure. note is I'm rooting for nest, Rusty Nail at this point. Please kill these people. Uh, if this ice so truck. So this guy, is what I
2: sound like.
0: Yeah. If, if, it's, if that's interesting. <laughs> if, if, if this ice truck guy has a credit card, I'm gonna turn this fucking movie off. He had a credit card. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it i was so mad uh the ice track wasn't very well constructed by the way um that tr- that truck went right through the ice truck uh like it like it was like it was at a homecoming football game and the players were busting yeah. through uh, yeah. i like steve zahn and some stuff but man is he annoying in this uh there's no way she lets his brother into uh that girl any girl would let the brother into the room with drinks like that, especially if she doesn't want to hook up with him. Uh um, well, but he was a
2: professional bartender. Yeah.
0: <laughs> that was the line that cinched it. Oh.
2: What
0: do you yeah. what's
2: the deal hey, here? I don't mean to pull a mark, but when he went into that gas station to fill up and the ice truck driver was behind him and he thought that was the killer, and he's about ready to Check out and pay for the gas. He looks down and he can see in the cabinet there's weapons. Knife. There's knives that you buy. Why the yeah. fuck wouldn't you buy one of
0: those? I know. I know. Put it was, on your credit card. Stupid Paul yeah. Walker, he's got one facial expression. Uh, wow, this, w- this <laughs> would be better. He would have if- bought it, but
2: he was too busy acting.
0: <laughs> this would be better if the, Oh no, I said, please rusty nail. Where are you? Uh, this would be better if the movie had started after they picked up Lili Sobieski. So I had this idea that actually this would be a really good movie if it started out with them picking up Lili so- Sobieski and they start on their road trip and they get to the hotel and then all of a sudden a phone call happens like that. I would have been all on board with this movie if that had happened that
2: way.
1: Or or even backtrack with that. If she's in the car and she's the voice on the CB radio, that would be a little bit more believable.
0: Well, yeah, maybe. But I, I, I would have rather just had the surprise, like, you think this is going to be just a fun road trip, and then all of a sudden there's this whole thing that happened to them on the way, and they
2: didn't tell her about it. Um, maybe that's in part two or three. <laughs> oh, God. <laughs>
0: We gotta uh, watch it. We gotta watch it. I've seen worse movies, but I can't think of many that I hated more. Jesus! I, I, <laughs> my last note is one big eye roll.
2: <laughs> <laughs> Which one of the Joyride series is found footage? Any of them? <laughs> that would <was not laughs> be good. I hope not. <laughs> uh, I got it.
0: Wow, Sorry, guys! I, I, I'm glad you guys liked it, but man, I, this was. I I I know the there's another movie on this list that is a, technically a worse movie, but I think I like this one the least of any of them.
1: Oh my wow. gosh! Yeah, yeah.
2: Wow! Wow! I mean,
1: I I remember Matt talking on the uh, uh, uh chat is going, yeah, these fucking jeans like they're they're wearing these fucking nineties jeans. Oh, oh yeah, the
0: the nineties jeans were hilarious in this.
1: Yeah, of course Paul Walker was wearing it. Yeah.
0: <laughs> Would it have made it any better that, um,
3: so looking through some of the fun facts for this movie, that Sylvester Stallone was actually considered for the role of Rusty Nail?
0: Oh, my God. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> to just do the voice, I guess? or
3: I, I, You know, it didn't say, but could you imagine just, like, yeah. a Rocky calling out oh Candy oh Cane? <laughs> yeah. Actually, no. good the only good way game. I think the voice good could game. have gotten
2: better is if it was by Bobcat Goldthwaite. Yeah. Oh yes, that would have been good. Yeah, yeah, yeah
0: for sure. Maybe or that's that, part two or three. Who, yeah. uh Stephen or, Root, but or, doing his character from Office Space.
2: <laughs> yeah, or uh, Pee Wee Herman would have yeah. been good too. Yeah.
0: Can yeah. so yeah. anybody do a Bobcat code with voice?
3: I'd no. love to hear you try it. No.
1: Yeah.
2: But yeah, go ahead, Mark. Yeah, I'll actually, like to please hear do. You
0: say his name <laughs> over and
2: over. Yeah,
1: yeah. Candy
2: Kane?
0: No, no. Yeah, go ahead and, and I do I, your bobcat. I just did.
2: Yeah. No, anytime. <laughs> we're we're recording this nice one. Yeah. We're yeah. Good.
0: <laughs> uh, so what's the next? <laughs> what's the next <laughs> one, oh, Brian? No. It wasn't Ooh. that bad,
1: bat. What the fuck? I hate it. Oh. oh my yeah. god. <laughs>
3: So um, we'll just jump into <laughs> maximum overdrive, I guess. Um, we yes.
2: Oh, we're skipping one. All right, I know I, it's the best I to can... the last. Best at last, uh, you know. Yeah. So, I like
1: that. I like that, Brian. Good choice. Yeah, yeah. not bad. Um,
3: not bad. So yeah, like it's obviously we know they, it was the storyline is uh, a comet, a rogue comet went across the Earth, or the Earth struck the tail of this comet. And they had, was it seven days, I think, to get past the tail end of this Rhea-M comet, and all machines came to life and started basically killing mankind. Um, And there was a group of survivors that were in this little truck stop gas station that um, tried to basically survive this apocalypse of machinery, I guess. Um, So, yeah, it stars Emilio Estevez there's a there's a decent amount of actually actors actresses in here um mm-hmm. that you might not i mean now seeing movies like uh um Frankie Faison, which I think are he's in some Rob Zombie movies um Yardley Smith if that's if i'm saying her name correctly who is also the voice of Lisa Simpson um Pat uh Pat Hingle he's in here uh and like i said Emilio Estevez who's you know, pretty up there national treasure, no, I'm kidding, but um <laughs> but yeah, I mean, watching this movie now um it is it is always gonna be like a cult classic for me, but it is not mm-hmm. my favorite anymore. Mm-hmm. growing up, I thought it was great. the goblin truck um was I always thought was fantastic, but now it just kinda seemed um I don't know, it just kind of seems silly to me. But mm-hmm. when I was younger, it was the greatest truck ever. Like I wanted to, if it had like a an action figure truck, I would have bought it. Yeah, yeah. But what did you think of it, Matt?
0: Uh, yeah. I mean, it's like a train wreck. You know, it's it's it was. It, you just kind of have to watch, and it you don't know what crazy shit's going to happen next in the next scene, you know? So it's, it's highly entertaining. It's not a very well-made movie. Uh, And I think, you know, the story is that Stephen King was, was in the midst of his alcoholism and, and also on Coke and whatever else. Yeah. And he he claims, he claims he just doesn't even remember directing this, Um, which is, (laughs) he probably didn't direct it, but I mean, you know, he was probably there, but, uh, it, it, uh, let's see the sequence with the boy riding his bike through town is the best one in the movie. I really liked the bit where he's walking, where he's, that boy is driving and then he hides behind a bush and, and there, it was kind of, I I, I like the way that that scene was constructed where he's looking around and he sees stuff. I th- I, I thought it was pretty good. Uh, I wrote the salesman's death. And I don't remember why I wrote this, but the salesman's death was very avoidable. What, what did oh, I yeah. mean by that? <laughs> I don't he, remember. He, I think he was yelling at the, one of the trucks and then I think oh, it yeah,
3: was the he, goblin truck like reversed or one of the trucks reversed. And it was yeah. like one of those like, no stop.
0: <laughs> yeah. <laughs> it was, and, and, yeah. And I hate those when, when somebody could, you know, they get run over by a car when they could just bolt to the right or to the left and avoid it, you know? Yeah. Um, yeah. <clears throat> Uh, let's see. Here comes another load of joy. I love that line or that little, that writing on the, on the, the truck, the, the toy truck. Um, uh, Stephen King's humor is a lot like Rob zombies. I, I, I came to realize in this movie, like a lot of the same kind of jokes and a lot of the same kind of characters speaking very Rob zombie like, or, or. Rob Zombie is very Stephen King-like, I guess, um, at least in, from this movie. I, his books aren't like that, but, uh, but I, I think it, he, you know, he does share some of the same humor. Um, there was a truck that burst into flames before it even crashed into anything at one point. They kind of, I think the pirate techniques in this were a little off at times. Yeah. Uh, the Greek goblin mask would overheat that truck in about 10 minutes, I think. It's, it's cool looking, <laughs> but it, I think that truck would be overheating.
2: Wait, doesn't it breathe through the nose?
0: Yeah, maybe. I guess. Yeah. <laughs> I don't know if that's error. It could be done. Air, yeah. But, um, yeah, he just happened to have a missile launcher, as one does. Um,
1: missile launcher? He had an arsenal. arsenal. Yeah. 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 Fucking arsenal.
0: Uh, and he has to suck on a cigar pretty much every scene. Um, <laughs> and I, I just have a vague thought that at some point in history, uh, People stopped taping center folds to walls, but back in these days, in the '80s, they were still taping center folds to walls. You don't see it anymore. I'm um, bringing it back. <laughs> Do it. Yeah. Yeah. Do it.
1: How about, wait. Wait. So, so back in the '80s, guys, I, I, Brian was born what? 1989. Uh, 1980. Oh, 1980. I'm sorry, but like back in the '80s. I mean, we had he knows we had, you
0: so well, <laughs>
2: <laughs> yeah, right? Exactly, it's thirteen like brothers, years, I swear. Yeah, oh, yeah. yeah.
1: We're, we we actually are good friends. If, if, if when we're usually like together, we're like gaming, you know, Call of Duty and all that kind of stuff. How
2: much I, does he pay you to hang out? Yeah, he's what behind on some payments, but
1: we're gonna have to yeah. talk about
3: this new one.
0: <laughs> hey, Mark, what's his last name?
1: Oh, you <laughs> fuckers. <laughs>
0: <laughs> I can't pronounce it.
1: Nabowski, Nabowski, Nukeribowski. Thirteen years down
3: the drain, right there.
0: <laughs>
3: <laughs> uh, How do you pronounce la- it? Nesbitowski.
1: Nesbitowski. See, yeah. I knew it. Perfect. Yeah.
0: Uh, no, but, but the the only last thing I said was I don't know why on earth they would refill those trucks, like like. If they're running out of gas, why would they agree to refill them? I I didn't quite get what the reasoning for that was.
1: There was a army it's, truck with a fucking machine gun
0: loaded at them. You can't hide from a machine gun. That was no. that was
3: the thing too. In one of my notes, I put like well, the gun the gun scene when he when the gun was shooting up the whole place, like everybody that got shot looked like packets of ketchup like exploded like they were the yeah. worst like yeah, yeah. death
2: scenes that so were they, there. They did address <laughs> that. Uh, Emilio Estevez did state that the big trucks couldn't come in and kill them because they would crash through the floor into the basement, but that little thing with the gun on it probably could shoot up a wall and get in, and still continue to shoot the people. They wouldn't yeah. be able to hide. I guess so. So it's very logical, man. I don't yeah. know what your your problem yeah, with that yeah. is. There was a Eventually. fucking comet.
3: <laughs> yeah. Eventually, that truck would run out of ammo, no?
0: I mean
2: Eventually, I would imagine yeah. Eventually, yeah, <laughs> yeah. but yeah. Emilio Ess probably would have sent his girlfriend out to go read you know <laughs> refill the the ammunition actually now to... that
0: I think about it, he did have a actually a better explanation. He thought that that military truck would have connection to the military, and they'd send planes mm. in or something like that, didn't he say something like that
2: i, who I don't tell? remember it was yeah, always it... a coke dream
0: oh oh, and then the other thing I noticed is at the beginning with the on the bridge. Like that truck's axle just flew off. Like that thing was a, it was it, it was ready to go at any moment. Yeah,
2: yeah. That uh, that's all I've. It was held on with it, duct
0: it's, it's entertaining. It's a crazy movie. I, I. I believe this is the first time I've ever actually watched it from beginning to end. I've seen parts many times, and or it's been on TV, and I've watched, but I just never cared to sit down and watch the whole thing. So this was the only time I have, and yeah, it's it's just crazy entertaining. <laughs>
1: Yeah. Well, it's a cult classic. I loved it. I love this film. I, I I love everything about it. It's uh, it 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 just brings a big warm smile to my face. You know, I mean, it, the movie starts off with the bank just going "fuck you," love that. And then of course you're an asshole, and Stephen King stares going, "Hey, honey, this this uh, machines called me an asshole." I mean, and then boom, it's just uh, ACDC who made who just rocking you know in your ears and i I think all films not all films but a lot of films should start off with some acdc man because it's it's just you know you're gonna have a good time with this film starting off um but yeah stephen king he was just coked up throughout this whole entire film he was actually taken off the film and put in rehab and george romano romero romano George A. Romero. Uh, Ray actually,
2: Romano.
1: Yeah, <laughs> he actually um, uh, took over some scenes and filmed some scenes while he was in rehab. that oh, wow. they Got they got Stephen King off the fucking set. Wow. Um, so so that's how like coked out of his mind he was, um, and that's why he says I don't even remember like filming this. I mean, yeah. obviously, wow. Um, yeah, he's fully aware, Stephen King, of how bad this film is. And people ask, you know, in interviews, are you ever going to direct another film? He's going, watch Maximum Overdrive. And then you got your answer. Um, also, here's the thing that Matt, maybe uh, you guys don't know and Matt might love out of this. So on uh, on the film set, Blue Velvet was being filmed very close to Maximum mm-hmm. Overdrive. And the cast would be... Uh, go. Crisscrossing on set, watch you know, just hanging out together. So yeah. that's that's actually a really cool thing, and it was actually now uh, produced. I totally
2: love this film.
1: Yeah, and and yeah. Uh, the producer um, was producing Maximum Overdrive and uh, Blue Velvet. Um, what else have we got? Stephen uh, Stephen King wanted Bruce Springsteen to uh, uh, be the lead character in this. <laughs> oh my god. That's how coked out this guy was, and Bruce Springsteen's probably going, it's like, fucking hell no. <laughs> Are you on drugs? And <laughs> Stephen King, hell yeah, I am. Um, I can see that. Bruce Springsteen? I yeah. mean, it wouldn't be bad, but has he ever acted before?
2: Just in his no, music videos. No, but it's not like this video really required acting. In the movie? <laughs> yeah, true mm. that.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Emilio uh character is... I mean you you can tell he's not really trying in this film. Uh but I mean he's great. He's he's a good-looking guy. It's Emilio Estevez. He just got off uh being from uh, uh Breakfast Club, so he was hot and that's what, you know, the the producers, you know, wanted. They wanted uh Emilio Estevez. He was, you know, the hot young thing at then. Uh Kids Dying, love it. I love uh that steamroller going over that kid and the Scream that that kid was blood curdling and just him getting run ro- run over. I love when kids die, and uh, the soda pop machine. What is going like <laughs> when he when the coach gets hit in the balls? It's just like this comedic. Uh, oh, it, it, it was like a a spoof or something like how he did it. I mean, it's this movie is just wonderful. There's so many things. Um... Yeah, I I, I I love this movie. I love the army machine gun. I think it was a great idea. It was actually scary. How they killed the army machine gun was a little weird with the grenade and Emilio Acevedo just sparting around and that was it and blew it up. But, yeah, I mean, it's 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 a great film. I love it. Love it. Love it. Love the Green Goblin because Stephen King why, – why was it in it? Because Stephen King loves Spider-Man. And the Green Goblin, so that's why I was in it. Hmm. I mean, this this guy, Stephen King, man, he was coke. Cocaine is a hell of a drug.
0: I wish you'd thought of the I... uh, grenade idea before
2: they filled up all those trucks with gas. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, yeah. Wh- I want to know why why was there a electric knife in that little diner. Like, what are they even using? They're cooking, like, bacon and eggs. What do they need an electric knife for?
0: Yeah, co cuts.
1: Roast beef, man. Roast beef sandwich. They're probably
2: already cut up. They're they're using, like, budding singles at a place like that. Anyway, I just thought it was funny that this electric knife is just jumping all over the place to cut that waitress's arm. Yeah, yeah. And out of all the things that are apparently electric in this film, the electric knife, the electric table, the electric paper cup, why didn't Curtis's car get possessed as he's driving down the hall the highway. Right. That's Curtis and yeah. Lisa Simpson had no problem driving there. Yeah. But yet everything else that's supposedly electric is automatically possessed. That's yeah. right. Yeah. That I also made no sense. To me. Yeah, cause,
1: like, how come the cars aren't possessed?
2: Mhm. Yeah. yeah. It The kid is the smartest person in this entire film. Mm-hmm. That like 12-year-old boy that sneaks in and mm-hmm. although he's dumb for trying to sneak in and rescue those people, but I guess he was trying to save his dad. But, uh, yeah, that is my second to last note is the, the kid is the smartest kid in that gas station. My last note is you can actually tell where in the movie that they ran out of cocaine because the ending just sort of drops off. Like, and we're done. Mm-hmm.
1: Yeah. Yeah, and, and what was the explanation at the end of the film? Um you know where they did the titles? The again. comet passed. Something oh, yeah. like a
3: Russian. The Russian. Yeah, took out Russian kind of.
2: Yeah,
1: Russian got yeah, a UFO. The yeah, Russian. something yeah. like that. <laughs> I was like, what?
2: I've seen this movie twice, and after seeing it the first time, I was like, well, I've seen it, and that's about the best recommendation I can give. Is if you haven't seen it, you probably should, because despite the horrible acting and the loose storyline. It's considered a classic, so I think it's something everybody should watch once. But don't buy it, don't invest any money in this, don't even rent it. Just wait for it to be on a streaming service, and yeah. and then you can say you've seen it. So yeah. even the even the bridge scene when it was going
1: up, and the motorcycle guy that was like sliding down, and then he falls off from the highest. They had point. a real
2: problem with yeah. gravity. Yeah, none of it made sense at all. <laughs>
1: Like no. the editing was just crazy, mm-hmm. and the watermelons—it's it, like it was a spoof on watermelons, right? And, yeah. Like, yeah. and then the watermelon comes down through the windshield, and then the next shot, the windshield was fine, but there was watermelons all over it. I mean, the editing was just all over the place, which mm-hmm. is great. It, that's what makes it fun to watch, you know? It's a cult classic. It's a shit show.
3: Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, yeah, Thanks, yeah. Uh, I just couldn't get just the last thing I'll say about, like, I maybe I'm just not thinking of it, but the waitress, besides her, like, four lines in the movie, all she kept saying was, we made you. Yeah. And mm-hmm. just yelling at the top of her lungs, like, we made yeah. you. Like, I, I don't get it. Like, I, I don't know. Do you,
0: yeah, what, what, is what reason... do you think? The, truck, the trucks are going to go, oh, you oh. know yeah. yeah. She's got yeah. a point, guys. Yeah. And, <laughs> let, and, let's turn and, this around and go home. Yeah. Like, yeah.
1: And, yeah. And it was so overacted. It was like on par as that chicken pieces going bastard. I think the same thing with her. It's like, we made you. I think she was doing cocaine with uh, Stevie King in the bathroom. I think
2: mm-hmm. she was just trying to get her SAG card, get <laughs> some insurance and get out of town. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> but, yeah, well, what do
0: you have next?
3: Um, yeah, we're like so, three for
0: three right now, obviously. <laughs> yeah, yeah.
3: Um, next one would Still be... Still three
0: better than Mark's
3: picks,
2: so yeah. good. good so, that's, nice, all hoping, nice. that's all I'm hoping for. Yeah.
0: Lamp um, it up, Yeah,
2: the bar's set pretty low. It is, it is. <laughs>
3: <laughs> um, <laughs> next would be 1971's Duel. Um, I have personally never seen this movie before, so I was excited to watch it. Um, And it's directed by Steven Spielberg. Uh, It was written by David Matheson, who actually was inspired to write this movie because of his own interaction being tailgated um, by a trucker back in 1963 on the day that JFK was assassinated. Um, So that's what inspired him to write this movie. Um, Watching this movie, to me, it it was a good movie. It kept you, like, in the movie it was suspenseful you never saw the driver it was like who is this guy you know we're just passing him like every day like we would on a two lane road we would pass someone driving slow and then all of a sudden this guy just gets pissed off and starts following you everywhere you go um when he stops at the gas station to get gas it pulls up next to him you know and he's just like blowing his horn again you never see him and it was just like what the hell like You're just waiting for something big to happen, but it just keeps going through the whole movie, which I really liked. Um, Some of the scenes were kind of crazy. Like when he thought he saw the uh, police car and he goes and like veers off the road like he's going to go smash in his police car all of a sudden because he's doing like 90 and then at the last second realizes it's an exterminator and, you know, takes off and somehow still manages. And that trucker, whoever drives the truck is... fantastic driver like the the corners and the turns that he does is amazing um but overall i i really like this movie uh mark what did you think
1: uh yeah i i i love 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 this movie and to think that we almost not never got a jaws because he made duel is really scary because it's so similar to jaws it's just like this beast that's uh attacking just like with jaws um but he almost did not uh take uh the job for jaws because it was so similar to duel um dennis weaver is brilliantly cast in this uh in this film his uh, anxiety his manic um uh, behaviors uh steven spielberg wanted him from uh touch of evil orson wells film and uh, that's why he uh, casted uh, Dennis Weaver, and he's awesome in it. And it's Dennis Weaver is his character is he's not some macho guy, he's not some you know good in you know fist fights or whatnot. that he's just like a, a little shell of a man that's hollowed, and his wife bosses him around and all that. So. His interactions, like when he gets around that truck and he's just like gleefully, you know, just like squealing, like almost like a girl. It makes it just, you know, his character more believable through this. And I love um, just his thoughts in his head. And he's going through the motions, especially with the diner scene, where he's looking at all these truckers and all these people at the diner bar. And they're looking back. And it's very, very, very suspenseful. Um, And then he picks the wrong guy and he gets his ass kicked. And I I just love that. Um, Just everything about this film is great. And yeah, I, I, I love it. I love it. Love this movie.
2: Joe. Okay. I love the opening camera work on this film. The cinematography is great. I love that it's all shot at the perspective of the driver. And this is such a Steven Spielberg touch. I was enjoying listening to what the main character had on the radio. It was some call-in talk show about some guy being embarrassed because he's a stay-at-home husband while his wife goes out to work, and he's calling in about tax advice to see if he should be listed as head of household. And I was so entertained listening to that. I just wanted to go back and, like, well, does he? I, like, I wanted to look up the tax codes. I love the car that he's driving, that 1970 Plymouth Valiant uh, with the V8 in it. That is a meaty car. I don't think that I would agree with you, Mark, that his wife bosses him around because that's a storyline that I kind of wish we could go back and see more of. So they had had a, a fight the night before because it seemed like they all had like an office party and his wife was getting basically raped, I believe was her words, Correct. by one of his drunken co-workers, and she was upset about it.
1: Because he didn't do also, anything about it.
2: Right. She's sticking up for herself. I don't consider that to be bossing him around. Now then the other part was is that this guy's mother is coming to their house for dinner that night and she'd like him to be there. So, I mean, I, I kind of wanted to, maybe this movie could have started at the party the night before. Tack on another 20 minutes to this and this would have been great. I would have been all on board. But I, as it was, I did I did really like it. I thought the kids are, so, and Spielberg does this a lot too, the kids that were in the bus that had shut down was on the side of the road, The kids are very over-the-top annoying. Like, he cast those kids very well. I'm sure the direction was simply just, hey, be a nuisance, because they did it very well. And I was thinking, if they're trying to get this guy to push-start this this bus, would it be easier to push-start that bus if the kids weren't in it? True. You know, since he was having so much trouble with it that was a, that was the
1: added uh sorry to interrupt uh that was an added scene uh into the movie actually yeah. so it can make a, a theatrical uh uh cut for like overseas in New right, Europe because it wasn't scene and if they had just
2: if they if they had just added the fight scene with a woman the night before at the at the office party that would have done it
1: that would have
2: but uh also you had pointed out that there was the exterminator on the side of the road did you notice the name of the exterminator company no it's uh Greb Leaps, which is Spielberg spelled backwards. Ah! nice. Joe. Yeah. So uh I, I looked that one up. The music in this is phenomenal. I felt like towards the end, like I was watching Psycho. I never did look up to see who did it, but a lot of strings, a lot of real choppy strings on it. It was it was wonderfully done. I I really like this film. Um I it seems like it's something I, I guess I will watch again if I ever see that it's on. I'll watch it. But uh yeah, it was it was good. It was worth watching. I'm glad I saw it. So,
1: yeah, it's tense all the way through the film. It really is. I mean, they really yeah. started it off like boom and it just goes on and on and on. It's just it's just a great film. And that this was a TV film. I mean, this is his, Spielberg's first film feature film. And man, is he talented.
0: Yeah, no, I agree. This is a, this is a great one. Uh, I hadn't seen it in a long time that it, I don't remember the last time I saw it. So um, I really enjoyed checking it out again and it's just, it's so masterfully done. Uh, I definitely see a lot of the connections with Jaws and especially the last shot of the, of the truck going down the, the, the cliff with the dirt falling that, that, that is the exact same, as the the last shot of the shark after it explodes. And there's that chunk of its body going down into the water and, and the bubbles and blood and everything. It's, it, it's a very similar shot of the truck going down that embankment. Um, uh, And uh, yeah, the, the whole, I thought that the scene in the diner, was so intense and and just his inner monologue going on and looking at the people and i i had a feeling that the guy in the truck you know was was going to be not one of these people he's looking at uh and and you know it turned out to be somebody i think it i don't know if it was uh well I, we never really see who it is right the guy driving the truck so we don't really we don't but i had a feeling it was the guy playing pool Um, there was a guy playing pool in the diner and then he goes and confronts a guy sitting opposite. And when he confronts the guy, uh, the guy playing pool is suddenly gone. So I have a feeling it was him, but I don't know. Um, I,
1: I, I rewatched it, uh, three times and I think you're correct, man. I think it is the guy that was playing pool.
0: Yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I mean, I, and I think a lot of the shots that did seem like, uh, speed like the 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 film was sped up uh to to increase the feeling of of the speed but still be able to drive the truck you know um uh, but but it it was done so well it didn't you know it was it was very minuscule amount that it was sped up so um yeah i love that that valiant car it's great but it it's not you know the version that he had was a V8, but most of them were V6s and they were kind of sluggish. They were more just like running errands kinds of cars. So it kind of fit with his personality as being kind of just a timid guy, you know, and he had to find his strength in order to confront this, this truck driver. Um, But yeah, you know, a lot of these have to do with the same thing. That's being stalked by somebody out in the road when you're on a road trip, you know, that that's a, common fear you know obviously among people but yeah you can see right off the bat steven Spielberg came out with all his guns blazing like that guy it didn't take long for him to ramp up in terms of his talent so uh i'm glad he wound up doing jaws obviously but this was a great i'm sure he learned a lot doing this one too so great He movie.
1: shot it in 12 days yeah 12 days It it, it was scheduled for 10 days and, and he went over two days, but 12 days he amazing. made this film. Yeah, amazing. Unbelievable. Even the radiator uh, scene where um, he's going up that hill, man, that was so intense, and it's just smoking, and he's just, like, mm-hmm. grabbing on his steering wheel. He's going, come on. He's, like, just, scree- just screeching. I mean, that's probably the noises I would have been making, you know, mm-hmm. going up that hill. It's so good. Yeah. And it was a nice tie-in. He's going, hey, you need a new radiator uh, hose. He's going, where have I heard that before? And then it just at the end, it just like clicks and it's like, yeah. oh no, just it's just brilliant filmmaking I mean, it's Spielberg, what yeah. are you gonna do?
0: yeah, good stuff, good stuff, Brian, <laughs> it can only get better
3: uh, yeah. I, exactly, <laughs> yeah, I mean, best for last, I mean the best we're going, probably. We're, we're going
1: Spielberg yeah. to uh <laughs> Uh, what's, what's this director's name,
3: Brian? Uh, not (laughs) Spielberg. Yeah, definitely not Spielberg. Uh, Megan Johnston. Uh, so this is... Oh, it's a chick! This is the (laughs) 2017 masterpiece, um, The Ice Cream Truck. So... (laughs) (laughs) Oh, this movie. Um, so just a brief storyline is, uh, Mary, who is played by Deanna Russo, uh, moves back to her suburban hometown to find out that the burbs are scarier in more ways than you can ever that, that she ever remembered. Um, <laughs> I, I I don't know what to say about this movie. It was awkward. Oh, I do. Oh, I mean, oh, yeah. There's, lot to <laughs> say. there's, there's, there's definitely there's a lot, lot to but say. my first take in the first couple minutes, it was just awkward to me. Um, like when the neighbor comes and she's just mm-hmm. super awkward and. The whole, the first off, the acting was terrible, but oh, I God, mean, yeah. oh, yeah. And, like the the scene where she goes to the party and then like, she's like going to smoke weed with the people and it was just so mm. cringeworthy. Like, oh, yeah. I think, I think I text Matt or Mark and I was like, God, this is just so awkward. Like it's mm-hmm. hard, almost hard to watch.
1: Yeah. Um, I, I think, I think your text was this fucking movie. <laughs> yeah, it might have been. It probably was. Um,
3: but I mean, the the ice cream truck comes in and it's like old school. I could get the error wrong, but maybe 50s. I don't know. Ice cream truck, like the way it was That's just it like, like dressed. Yeah. 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 Um, like that was cool to 40s, see the old 50s. ice cream truck, 40s, 50s. And then the guy just comes out and he's like monotone, just, you know, like stoic, just like, Oh, what kind of, what do you, what do you want today? Or, you know, what can I get for you? But still kind of scary at the same time because you didn't know his intentions or anything like that. And it was, that was, I guess one of the only good parts of the movie was just his character in a way, um, better definitely than all the other actors on there,
2: um, but
3: yeah, the little please love relations...
2: Please use air quotes when you say actors. Yeah. Yeah, okay. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> There's not a lot of actors in this. Yeah. yeah.
3: Totally. Yeah. yeah. I mean, just like the 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 love interest of the 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 new the teenage kid and the and the and the wife, like it was did did he want her, didn't he want her? Did she they played it back and forth like it kinda of went out too long? You know, it was the whole thing. It was just so 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 cringeworthy. Mark, I'm sure you loved it. What did you think?
1: (laughs) Pass. I want someone else to start. (laughs) Don't don't make me do it. Yeah, thanks, Joe. The
2: synthesizer music at the very beginning was (laughs) like, hey, I've seen Halloween. Let's start the intro just like Halloween. Mm -hmm. And I've got my Casio SK-1 sampler keyboard. Let's make some (laughs) music for it. Mm -hmm. and then everything fell apart from that point on. The mom, (laughs) Mary, has so much of a giant exposition dump when she meets the neighbor. Like, oh, well, I'm a freelance writer, and my husband and kids are back there, and Mm -hmm. I used to live here, and blah, blah, blah. It's like, okay, well, we know where this plot device is going. Mm -hmm. And I don't, when she says, oh, I'm waiting for my furniture, the moving company sends one guy. Right. Yes. Why? Why? You know, I've never seen a moving company send one guy with an entire house full of furniture that he moves in in like five minutes. Right. So, and Max, I've looked all over the Internet to try to find out the true age of this guy. I, I thought maybe at the time of shooting he was in his 30s. But I, I don't know if that was the right actor. I'm on his IMDb page, and I can't find it. He's one of the few people in IMDb where there's no information about his birth date. But mm. that guy, he had to have been in his late 30s when he was playing a 17-year-old or 18-year-old high school kid. I mean, he was just... You couldn't get that buff and defined when you're when you're screwing the local mom who's got the thing for pot. Um, on, And they're screwing... He seduces her, I guess, if you could if that's the right way to describe it, but he seduces her on some park playground equipment, right, and they're like, ma'am, need I remind you you have a house with furniture that's empty because your husband and kids are still gone. Why not screw this eighteen year old kid in your own home where nobody will see you, but instead, no, we're gonna go to the playground and smoke pot yeah. and have sex there, where the entire neighborhood could watch. And then this ice cream guy, I again, I'm back to the whole, hey, I've seen Halloween too. Let's just make this ice cream guy be all ominous and walk as slow as Mike Myers does. Because <laughs> when he starts chasing them through the playground equipment, he's walking like one step a second, and it's just taking forever. And then, of mm-hmm. course, Matt, I'm so glad you also picked out the jump, the the scene where they're on top of the playground equipment and Max is yeah. trying to escape from the... The ice cream man, and he jumps off and he acts like he just jumped off Nakatomi Plaza, right. you know it was so like arms are flailing exactly everywhere, right. yeah, and then he beefs the landing entirely too, oh yeah, totally, yeah, um like it this, jumped
1: off a fucking cliff it was it yes. was ridiculous, it was mm-hmm. like what it yeah, was like yeah. it, it was like that night he was like into it he was going, this is my only action scene, I'm yeah. going all in, I'm going all in. And, you know, had
2: they positioned the camera like on the ground up at him and he was jumping over it, then maybe. But the way they positioned the camera was just off to the side so we can see the distance that he's falling. It's about three feet. Just, you know, you're clearly overacting on this one.
3: Yeah, I rewound it just to make sure I was watching what the hell I just Oh, I'm glad
2: Matt recorded it and sent us that clip, and I must have rewatched. Thank you for sending that. It was very entertaining because I must yeah. have watched that clip like seven or eight times. Oh, it's yeah. hilarious. Um, yeah, I, I don't – I mean, I know they're trying to make this ice cream guy some sort of iconic killer, but – Killing somebody with an ice cream scoop just isn't very realistic.
1: Um, he hit her was, seven times, Joe. It, yeah,
2: and it just bashed her skull totally open. It was it was unbelievable. And what was with the ice cream guy just walking into somebody's house and killing two people? How did he know there were only two people in the house? Yeah. I just need to use your bathroom. Oh, and by the way, I'm going to kill everybody in here with an ice cream scoop. So mm-hmm. this sucked. Sorry. But Brian. (laughs) No, 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 you're you're
3: fine. One of the things I didn't get too that he would leave the driver's seat to walk all the way around and then vice versa. You have a shower curtain in front of you. Like you can move the shower curtain and just go up to your driver's seat. Like you didn't have to go around and do all that stuff. Like it was just not as dramatic. I guess
2: I guess not. Yeah. Uh, I mean I'll go. go. (laughs) <laughs> no, no, no. Uh, you wanted to wait, so we're going like right, to wait. All right, we can
0: wait until the end. Uh yeah, the pacing in this was terrible. There was a lot there was like a, there was like a bible you could read the bible in between each of their lines. Like somebody's talking, a pause, and then a response. Like there was, there, there was no like step on the cues. Come on. If they had edited this edited those moments between lines, this movie probably would have been about an hour long. Um, every single line is said with pauses and there's no urgency at all. Um, (laughs) I was like, where's the horror? Where's the ice cream truck guy? Like, where is the guy? Like he's hardly in this movie for a movie that's named after him. It's mostly about this girl or this, this woman and her hot addiction. Yeah. Teenager that she's all acting like she's a teenager about, um, uh, this note was, oh, Brian, 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 <laughs> you did us wrong on this one. Um, the teenager, yeah, the Max teenager situation was so awkward. And it's the worst sex scene I've ever seen in my life. Um, and, then, wh- and then when the guy, you know, busts in on them, you know, uh, they run off. And she hides in the truck like she gets in his truck and hides in there. The like-
2: entire town. Right, right, and, the truck. Just, right. Yeah. and he's yes. and
0: he's just walking. Why hide at all? Just take off, run someplace, and get help. But no, she gets into his truck. Like, yeah, um, <laughs> and then at the end, the ending. What in God's name happened at the end? All of a sudden, she sees everyone. They're still alive. Like, what was that? I don't know. Like, I, was it all a dream? If so, then I, it, it was a huge waste of time. I mean, it was a waste yeah. of time anyway, but. But yeah. like what, that it, that ending made no sense. It was it's I guess sort of similar to Nightmare on Elm Street at the end when, you know, uh, she goes outside the house. I I guess kind of, but not really. There's no dreamlike quality to it. It it I, I, I don't know what
2: happened, Joe. I th- I th- my theory is that he had Max had given her some laced marijuana. No. And so, from when she goes to that party next door, the graduation party, and she's oh stumped from that point on, it's all just a pot dream. And then that's, she finally wakes up from it the next day. That's,
1: that's probably normal. the best. That's probably the best writing that this film
3: You're had, that ever had. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, yeah. There you go. You're in part two. Uh-huh. Um, and, and yeah, and I, the filmmaker second like thinking, scoop.
0: They were probably thinking, you know, people are going to – they're going to want to unravel the mystery of this, you know. People yeah. are going to have theories about this movie. <laughs> oh, my God. Oh, uh, man. Yeah, I don't I don't know, too. I was confu- really confused about the
3: ending, so mm-hmm. I had to, like, look it up because the way it ended, I was, that was just the worst ending. And a lot of people were saying that she – in the beginning of the movie said that she was a, a writer. Yeah. And so that they were thinking that this was, like, a made-up story that she was just, like, envisioning and, you know, and then it all came. But it, it, it was – it was still, she never it was,
1: picked up a pen. She no, never, she I know. Had, You never saw a type a typewriter. It, it was just this one thing. Oh yeah, I I write stuff, and that was it. I mean, that's just it's yeah. And crazy. that
0: ending, no matter how you explain it, basically means that the whole rest of the what came before was just a waste of time. Like why? Yeah. yeah. You know.
3: Yeah, and at the end with the delivery driver, you just see the shot of him outside, and then. I guess at one point they were going to possibly make a delivery driver movie with him in it, but,
0: but Jeff, that never came to. Wait,
1: wait, what's his name? He's, uh, yeah, he's uh, Jeff Daniels. Uh, Jeff
0: Daniel something, something. Yeah, he's something. been in Rob Zombie. He, he played Herman Munster or whatever. Yeah, 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 and, yeah, and he was horrible in this film. He
1: was. Yeah. I mean, it has to he's be with the editing. Horrible Herman Munster. Well, the
0: editing uh, and the direction were awful. The script was awful. I don't know how you make this good, you know.
1: Yeah, it it was so stilted with the pauses and just they would say something. It's like they only had one camera, and so they would... I I mean, I I, I saw two camera shots, I think, or something, but it's like maybe they only had one camera, and they just did that, and then they did that. It's like they went from each sentence and just filmed it, and they didn't, like splice it together fast enough or something because the dialogue and the pause before each sentence it was just horrendous it it was really awkward to uh watch uh my first note is never fuck in the woods is better than ice cream truck um my second uh note is mole her freaking mole on her neck, I could not stop staring at her mole on her on her neck. I, I don't know why. I don't know why. It it just drove me crazy. I kept staring at her mole on her neck. Um Park <laughs> uh, has yeah. a
0: problem with moles and feet now. And yeah uh, I guess kids. Well yeah, yeah,
1: yeah definitely kids. But I d I don't know. It was just that mole was so prominent on, on her neck. I just kept staring at us, going, There's a mole. Um yeah. Um, yeah. W- with the dialogue, uh, what a, one of the uh, uh, sentences was or the dialogue was you drove and you weren't and weren't you afraid? You drove all by yourself. You weren't be afraid. It's like what? It's like it's like the person who wrote this film had one draft and it was never a second draft throughout mm-hmm. this whole thing. It was like he this person wrote it and that was it. Um Yeah, uh, the cringe factor, like Brian said, Um, I was cringing all the way through it, squirming. Um, Jessica with um, the hedge clippers and not cutting anything. She's talking. She's not even cutting anything. She's just doing it like Mm. crazy. Uh, The second kill um, with the teenager that left um, the lawn service, you know, with the three boys and he starts walking down. He's just walking down. The ice cream truck just stopped. The kid didn't, you know, wave him down or anything. The ice cream truck just stopped and he got out of the car. What are you having? This horrible dialogue. Um I'm sorry, but you can't kill someone with an ice cream scooper with seven blows to the head, like uh Joe said. Um oh uh, when uh what's his name? Max mm-hmm. the teenager mm-hmm. when he comes yeah. to the middle aged teenager. Yes. When he comes to uh her house and she's going, I'm not giving you alcohol, but we'll smoke pot. Like what the fuck? It's uh um yeah and she's a D Wallace whore. Yeah. Joe. She is. Yeah. She's a D Wallace whore. Yeah. Absolutely. She's just gonna cheat on her husband. I mean this guy sounds great, you know, over the phone and with the kids. But, oh, you make me feel young. I'm going to sleep with you. I'm going to let you, you know, have sex with me and do everything. And maybe she's pregnant now. Uh, But obviously not, because at the end of the film, none of this happened. (laughs) Um, Golly. Yeah. uh, Another note. What the fuck kind of ending was that? Um, Yeah. The next day. I, I was so confused at the end of this film. She says like, oh, hi, honey, and all that. It's like, you just killed somebody. There are people dead, and you're just coming out. There's no cops. There's no nothing. It's just like everything's normal, and now it's just like, holy shit, what a fucking ending. This would be a great uh, commentary uh, for SimaScare to do, too. Um, I, would, I would watch it again with all of you together. <laughs> so, yeah, it was that bad. It was that I, bad. It was great content.
2: When this title came up, I was psyched because I confused it with the 1995 Clint Howard's Ice Cream Man. That's what I thought we were watching. And then when I realized, oh, that's not it, I was so disappointed. <laughs> <laughs> that's funny. Because
1: who doesn't want to see Clint Howard, man? Hell yeah.
0: <laughs> All right. Well, uh, Brian... That was a good list of, you know, films. Uh, those were some picks. <laughs> those yeah. were some movies that we <laughs> it's watched. A great topic. It's a great yeah. topic. <laughs> yeah, I no, loved it. There were some fun ones in there for sure. Um, yeah.
2: Far better and, than Mark's.
0: Yeah. yeah. Oh, yeah, 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 yeah. <laughs> um,
1: it w- I wasn't really going to do a Corey Haim thing. I w- that's just for
2: fun. I don't yeah. believe you one bit. Uh, yeah, yeah, I don't. It's believe... not true. You were no, to no, me. really.
0: I was going. To
2: thinking take that. it's still coming. So yeah. no,
1: yeah. no, it's not. No,
2: please it's no, not. please no. Uh,
0: all right, well, thank you so much, uh, friend of the show, Brian, for uh, for this here. In fact, I'll give you a little. There we go. Random applause. Hey. Thank you. Yay. Good job. Thank you. Excellent. Uh, and you're so, a great Brian. Yeah, you thank did a you great much. job. Uh, so our next pick is called "Missed the Mark," oh, and these are movies that Mark missed watching. Even though, uh, in all of these cases, uh, we brought them up several times over the course of, of several this times. Show, hey, yeah. Mark, you should watch this. You should watch this, including one that would have been relevant to uh. there were a few that would have been relevant to last year's top 10 list that he never watched. Uh, So here we go. Lay them on me, Matt. (laughs) All right. So the first movie we're going to watch, and this one's a fun one. uh, This ranges from really fun to one that is really not fun at all. I I changed one at the last second here, Joe, just because I feel Uh like he needs to watch it. So uh, one (laughs) that is not fun at all. And I don't even know if I ever want to watch it again, but, We've talked to him about it. We've told him about it a million times, so it's about time he watches it. Uh, the first movie, though, is a, f- a very fun one. It's called
2: Monster House.
0: Monster House. What's this Monster one, House?
2: It's an uh, animated kids movie. It
0: is an animated... It is. Uh, I was thinking about saving it for a um, gateway horror uh, episode, but, ah, what the yeah. heck, I'm going to throw it in there. I, I have to balance out the... The horror, the, the heaviness of, of one of the films. So it's this got Steve one Buscemi is, in it. Yeah, Steve Buscemi's in it. It's called Monster House, and it is on Hulu. Uh, The next one. Which? Well, Mark will have to get Hulu. Which um, we will have to get? <laughs> fucking Hulu. <laughs> it's about time you had Hulu. Uh, yeah. letter, or you could rent it, but for the same price. Don't you could just, You could just get Hulu and Don't have that it. for a whole month rather than watch once. Um, And there's a lot of stuff on Hulu, including What We Do in the Shadows, uh, which is the next movie we're going to want. And this one is a rental on Amazon. It is What We Do in the Shadows, directed by Taika Waititi and Jermaine Clement. And this is a a comedy about vampires' uh, roommates. And it is absolutely hilarious. It's one of my favorite movies of the last decade. One of my favorite comedies. Yeah. Uh, it's it's hilarious. Uh, I have so, never seen this, and I cannot wait to see it. Yeah, it's so good, and it's made yeah. by basically the the people from Flight of the Concords,
2: So I may just buy uh, it and
1: not uh, run it. Apparently, yeah. Apparently, definitely, Joe, it's definitely worth. Apparently, buying. Joe uh, likes this series because he actually dressed like one of the characters at his Halloween party last year. Well, the, from the, the, TV, the, the TV, TV series TV show,
0: yeah. the TV series is is related to the movie, but it's not the same characters. Got it. Uh, although. Some of the same characters do pop up from time to time. But, well, this sounds like fun. Uh, anyway, so What We Do in the Shadows is for rent on any of the various streaming services. The next one is from 2014, and that is Last Shift. And this is the original of Malum. You watched the movie Malum this, uh, this weekend, Mark. And this is the original, which Joe and I both agree is far superior to the one that came out. Uh, to Malam, okay. uh, and it's it's definitely lower budget, but I think that worked in its favor. And this is available on Amazon Prime, Peacock. Uh, let's see, 2B, Plex. But if you don't want to watch it with with uh, with commercials, then you can watch it on Prime or Peacock. Uh, the next one is from. This is one that made my top 10 list from a, a couple of years ago. And this is a an Asian film. I believe it's a Korean film. One cut of the dead uh, or actually it might be Japanese, but uh, it's called one cut of the dead. And this one, I do have to warn people. The first 25 to 30 minutes of this movie, you're going to be wondering what in the hell is going on. And you're going to be wondering why I would ever pick this because you're like, this is horrible. But there's a reason for it. And I don't want to say anything more than that. There's a big shift that happens and you, and all will be revealed. So as you're watching it, remember that there are very awkward moments that you're like, the acting's ter- terrible. The directing's terrible. All this is terrible.
2: Believe me, stick everything's with done it. for a reason.
0: Yeah, everything's for a reason, and stick with it because it is a massively wonderful payoff, and it's an extremely charming movie. I I, I just love this thing. So one cut of the dead, and that is available on Shutter uh, and Amazon or AMC Plus. And then last is a very very, and I have to I I warn people, please 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 uh, check out all the trigger warnings for this movie it is it is very brutal very disturbing very 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 difficult to watch especially the last act is uh, the whole thing's difficult to watch but the last act is is really really hardcore and and very difficult i uh only am picking this one just because we've talked about it joe and i have brought it up a million times as being one of the movies mark hasn't seen um and it is worth seeing for sure and i know some people absolutely love this film and and think it's a masterpiece uh i didn't care for it i think joe liked it more than me right i like might not be the word but i think you you appreciate Enjoy. it. Wait, wait, what Enjoy. the fuck is going on here? Yeah. You,
1: you're making me. It's. It, you're not really like saying this is a good film. You just want to fuck with me.
0: Is this? It's called. Well, it's. I, I, I'm saying, don't take my word for it. I was put off by the brutality of the Well, yeah, you're doing it on the, purpose because
1: you know how hard I, I have a hard time with that kind of stuff. Well, <laughs> that's yeah. why.
0: Well, you're gonna be. You're gonna be putting your feet fuck. up over the TV. Um, yeah, it's it's uh, it's difficult at the end, but uh, so viewers out there you keep that in mind be aware of the trigger of yeah the movie title is called speak no evil and it is on shutter uh and but but please be aware of the trigger warnings and if you're not uh used to watching very hardcore horror uh be aware it's there's not a lot of it throughout the whole film it's just at the very end it gets it gets gnarly um right joe there's nothing else really the rest of the movie it's mostly just tension the rest of the movie, right? Maybe. Yeah, yeah. But the very end, the last like ten minutes, gets it's,
2: super gnarly. It's an hour and a half build up to two minutes of payoff. Brian, Brian, yeah. have
0: you seen this? Yeah. Uh, I,
3: I have not, but I definitely will be.
0: Yeah, it, I don't have the kids in the room. <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> at least not the last fucking few minutes. Yeah. Yeah. You're gonna
1: have like fucking yeah. little yeah. Chuckies running around.
0: <laughs>
2: no, I I wouldn't even let them watch the first half of the movie. It's yeah, none of it. Jesus, yeah. Yeah. yeah,
0: yeah. I mean, the the yeah. the first hour and a half is mostly just tension being built and built, and you saying, why do these people keep doing? You know, uh, it, it's one that makes you frustrated with the the characters um, for sure. So anyway, that is speak no evil. So again, I'll. Um, uh, The list is And this is Miss the Mark Monster House on Hulu What We Do in the Shadows is rentable Last Shift on uh, Shudder One Cut of the Dead is on Shudder And Speak No Evil is also on Shudder so What that's, a cornucopia of
2: entertainment
0: It is a comedy A kids movie A yeah. ghost thing Another sort of comedy I guess One Cut of the Dead is kind of a comedy yeah. Yeah. And Speak No Evil is uh, the opposite Brilliant. of comedy yeah
2: yeah yeah yep so good luck mark. you know what <laughs> when when we you know what when we do this recording next it's just going to be mark reviewing
0: because <laughs> we've already yeah. said everything about yeah. it so yeah that's
2: true yeah except for
0: uh what we do in the shadows Oh yeah, yeah what we do true. in the shadows. Yeah, what we yeah. do in the shadows. But I, I, you know, I haven't seen Monster House in a little bit. I'm, I'm looking forward to seeing. It. I, I usually watch that every every few years during October. It's a fun one. Uh, good atmosphere. Uh, that's a good. Have you watched that one, Brian? I have. Yeah, I really yeah, like it. it. Yeah, it's a good one, isn't it? Yeah. Yeah, and yeah. I, it's actually like, own that one. I yeah, actually, it's like yeah. a
3: Nightmare I I Before Christmas. You watch it around the season. You know, yeah. it's, right. it's good.
0: It's good. Yeah. Yeah. And I, and I actually picked this one, Mark, because I think you're really going to enjoy it. Um, so I, I think you'll as like it. As long that. as it's funnier than a broken lizard. Yeah. It's, <laughs> I mean, it's, I don't know how funny <laughs> yeah. it is, but, uh, I mean, there are some charming. funny things in it, but it is, it's charming and, and it's got a yeah. good Halloween atmosphere. Okay. So, yeah. Yeah. Uh, so I guess that's it. Um. Go to horror com and please buy our merchandise. Uh, we it goes to a good cause, the cause of this this uh, podcast, which you
2: cause we be, said so. Cause yeah. we cause we thought you should.
0: What the <laughs> fuck? Uh,
2: that know. sounded like that sounded like Mark was trying Luis, to say it. Louise, I'm rubbing off on you. I <laughs> know. Oh, rubbing off. Oh, yeah.
0: All right, well, that's it for this time, so Quit we will see, <laughs> we'll see you next time. Good night, everybody. Good night, everybody. Good night. Thank
2: you.
1: I love when kids die. Nuke Rybowski.
2: Candy Cane.